What's up? It's Alexander Madison, running back from the Minnesota Vikings, and you're watching Clock Management. Your team is now on the clock. What is up, everybody? It is the 10th of January, 2020. We're in a whole new decade here. I am Justin, and as always, I'm joined by Perry. What's up, Justin? And you're right, it is 2020. And you know what happens this year? What's that? My license expires, which means I got to go get a new driver's license. And I'm a donor on my driver's license, but I got to put a little note this time when I fill that out and make sure that you get my heart. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, no pickup line this time? <laughs> oh, man. And, yeah, no. and just an odd thing. I'm like, your license expires. I, I don't even know when mine expires. I should check. You should probably, what if it was like 2016 and you're just like <laughs> way illegal right now? <laughs> I just do what I want. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Yeah. Uh, before we get into any formalities here, Make sure you guys subscribe on YouTube. Uh, we greatly appreciate it if you subscribe on YouTube. It helps us grow our channel, which we want mm -hmm. to continue to do. Uh, you can also feel free to listen to us on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, everywhere where you listen to your podcasts. Yeah, and if there's anywhere we're not, and it would be really convenient for you to have us there, let us know in the comments of this video, and we can try and make that happen. Absolutely. Uh, Justin, do we have any giveaways going on right now? I, I've lost track. No, so currently we don't, but we okay. will be doing that we've announced, but we will be doing a giveaway live during the Super Bowl show. Like, Whoa, just cool. it'll be in the comments because we're going to be watching that show with you guys. Yep. Make sure that you guys watch that episode, watch that show as it's going on. We'll be right there watching it with you, like Justin said. If you leave a comment, you have a chance to win a signed jersey. Is that jersey been announced, Justin? Who that's going to be? Not yet. So uh, we got I got a jersey and a football that I'm going to be giving away, both autographed. Wow, man. Maybe I'm going to set that one out, and I'll be one of the commenters so I can win. <laughs> make a fake account. Yeah, uh, <laughs> make like twelve. Of it'll them. be not Perry Cooley. <laughs> yeah, not Perry Cooley one, not Perry Cooley two, not Perry Cooley three. Uh, what's our, what's our show about today, Perry? Man, our show, uh, so, I mean, it's the playoffs, right? We're just, uh, we're, we're processing news right now. I feel like, uh, some news trickles in every now and then, but I think they're full teams are fully waiting for the season to end for a bunch of coaching changes. Uh, not just head coach, but coordinator changes, which very important. We'll be talking about coordinators all off season. It, it, it determines how well players will play more than the head coach sometimes. Um, so we got, we got some news like that coming through a few injuries. We're going to update, uh, what's happening this weekend. We're going to cover some of those games. We're going to cover the games that happened last weekend. Uh, and then we've got some players for the fantasy playoff challenge. I think we each picked two of guys that we think are going to do really well. Um, probably not some, so, uh, some picks that aren't so obvious either. So some, some guys that maybe people haven't been talking about all season. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so uh, it's December here or January here. Whoops. Wow. wow. I'm behind, a whole year behind. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's January here. It's our Friday episode. So what are yep. you drinking, Perry? Uh, I think I've had this before on the show. It's 10 Barrel Brewing. Oh, oh there it is. Uh, raspberry. Oh, God. Oh, there we go. Raspberry uh, Sour. Uh, it's delicious, man. I still have to try that. It's really, really good. I don't know if you like sours, but... I love them. Yeah, this one is super, super, super good. I'm drinking a... Uh, uh, Water? Gin and tonic. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Ron Swanson once said that clear liquids are for rich women on a diet. Uh, I'm trying to lose some weight, so... And look sexy. <laughs> <laughs> and Mission accomplished. I, I came prepared... And made a second one. Oh my goodness, um, man! <laughs> yeah, Locked so, and loaded for right. this episode. But who knows how where this show is going to end up? 
Uh, well, I mean, we do have like a rundown, so us, we know where the. Oh yeah, going. that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's dis- or Jan- I keep saying December. It's January. We just had our first snowfall of the year. Uh, well, yeah, kind of. Yeah, not, I actually lost here. power. <laughs> what? Wait, I'm on the island and I kept power. Yeah, it was wild. Like uh, it was right as I was getting ready to go uh, to work, and the power turned off. I'm like, that's weird. And then I was when I got on the road, because uh, the light. I just thought that light went out as I was walking, because it's literally as I was walking out the door. And oh. then I get on the road, and the stoplights all aren't working. And I'm like, oh my god, did we? Lo- there was less than an inch of snow. Um, and no snow here, by the way. Oh, that's just wild. Rain. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I got excited because when the power goes out, I automatically think this means we're playing board games tonight. <laughs> and then I got home from work and the power was back on. Oh. Oh, super disappointing. But everyone out there, if you guys are like me, I know me and Perry are both, we love our board games. So uh, I want to know, like, give me some board game suggestions because we got more snow supposed to be coming this weekend. So I need to stock up on some, some more board games. Yeah, there's supposed to be a lot of snow this weekend. Well, other than the power going out, Justin, anything else new to report in your life? I mean, I moved stu- the, my, my studio setup. Uh, that's why I still got the blank wall behind me. And I should be setting this all up this week. And I think I finally have some time for that in between football games. Right on. Uh, well, I, I officially started my new job. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah. an awesome job. It is. I'm, I'm working at a small distillery here on the island. Uh, we're making rye whiskey uh, and then a bunch of liqueurs. Uh, I bottled for seven and a half hours yesterday <laughs> with only a half hour lunch break, uh, 464 bottles of liqueur. Did you count those like individually as you're doing it or does that keep well, they come in, in They come in cases of 12. So, oh, that made it a little easier, <laughs> but yeah, did it all myself, corked them all myself. My hands are very tired and they hurt a lot. Uh, but it's actually a really fun job. Like working on the stills seeing like the actual alcohol coming out taking the proof of the alcohol do you test each bottle of liqueur of all of them oh like a taste test yeah no but uh (laughs) (laughs) i get to i did get to take a bottle home with me afterwards so that was pretty cool nice good stuff blackberry liqueur it's really delicious anyways so yeah i've been doing that really excited about that uh it's more physical than any job I've had in the past. Normally I'm behind a computer. Now I'm lifting barrels and pushing and pulling and all kinds of stuff. And so I'm pretty sore, but it's a good sore. It feels good. Yeah. Um, you want to get us through some NFL news? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Why Uh, not? Yeah. Why not? Let's do that. This is a football show after all. Um, so I don't, I don't have a ton of news. Like I said, it's the playoffs. We're just kind of waiting for the the next playoff games. Right. But, uh, uh, we got a few things here. Dallas Cowboys officially fired. Um, I don't even remember his name anymore. Jason Garrett. I'm, I, I know. Uh, Jason Garrett is gone. Uh, there's a few teams talking to him though. And I hope that they don't hire him. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys did hire, and this didn't make any sense to me. I, I guess I've heard a few arguments, but I will talk about it. Mike McCarthy, former coach of the Green Bay Packer, Packers. Um, My- I was actually on an, another show like two, three weeks ago uh, from today, actually. And uh, we we were discussing, there's a panel of six of us, and we were discussing who we thought could be the next head coach. I actually said that my number one was McCarthy and I was ridiculed. I, um, I'm not surprised that he got hired. I guess I'm just surprised at the team that hired him. And I think my biggest issue with Mike McCarthy in the past is he hasn't really been able to get anywhere. Right. Uh, of course the Packers, they, they did win a Super Bowl. It was a while ago, but I, I feel like Jason Garrett didn't really get anywhere with his talent. Mike McCarthy over the last six to seven years didn't really get anywhere with his talent. It just seems like 
a continuous it, like nothing's really going to change here no um, so to me it made sense because i feel like jerry jones is going to pick the safest person possible and, and i think that was mike mccarthy like uh, uh, he's a known quantity the the hire isn't surprising yeah. right for me as a, a football strategist doesn't make any sense to me absolutely if i were running that if i were but, jerry jones yeah. i would not have chose him but but you're that... right we're talking about jerry jones <laughs> yeah. right so uh the one argument uh with football strategy that i've heard uh is that uh mike mccarthy was kind of the guy that brought aaron Rodgers along and really to help develop aaron Rodgers. and i think maybe they're hoping to get some of that development with dak prescott i think dak prescott prescott's been great Dak Prescott is not the reason that the Cowboys haven't been able to make it to the playoffs or do well in the playoffs. I don't think it has anything to do with Dak Prescott's play. So we'll see, man. I don't know. The team has so much talent. It's really hard to say that I think they're going to do poorly, but man, same as this year. I was really hard to say that I, that they were going to do poorly and yet somehow they managed to do so. Maybe Jerry Jones is the issue. I don't know. Um, next piece of news here, Teddy Bridgewater uh, which is kind of funny we're talking about him, right? He's a backup quarterback, uh, is expected to remain with the Saints. He is a free agent this year, uh, but I think he's happy there, right? It's it's a good team with an aging quarterback in Drew Brees, who we'll talk about more in a little bit. Teddy Bridgewater could slide right into that spot if Drew Brees were to go down like he did this year, and he played very, very well. Teddy Bridgewater killed it when Drew Brees went down. But Will Taysom Hill to... ever start? I don't think so. Not for the Saints, unfortunately. I, I just don't think... I, I, he's a fun gimmick play, right? Uh, they, they've used him in fun ways and made it work, but I don't think he's going to start. Uh, I don't know. Possibly. Possibly. I think that Taysom Hill would be more fantasy relevant than Teddy Bridgewater if Taysom Hill got the starting job. Uh, but I think Teddy Bridgewater wins more games. Yeah. And, and the Saints, they have talent on that team. They have young talent on that team in key positions. They want to win, and if Drew Brees were to retire, which I don't think he will this year, but if you reti- say retire next year, they want to continue that culture of winning that they've cultivated over the past seven, eight, nine years with Drew Brees, and I think Teddy Bridgewater is that best option for them, unless they find somebody in the draft in the next two years. So, uh, anyways, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, two quarterback leagues, I think you could should consider stashing him for a little while in case something happens with Drew Brees. And dynasty leagues, even if if it's a deep sixteen-team league, Teddy Bridgewater might be worth a last spot on the bench. Should anything happen to Drew Brees, like I said, yeah, I, I agree. I think he in dynasty leagues, he's a must-own. He's never been bad. Like Teddy Bridgewater has never really been a bad quarterback. He was fine when he was with Minnesota. He just had that really dirty bad hit straight to the head and it just i mean it ended like a year of his football career um and i think people forgot about it he was winning games as a viking so anyways uh let's get into some news uh regarding this weekend mark ingram was limited in practice uh on thursday i didn't find anything updated for today on him uh he is expected to play right that that is what i have found is that he's expected to play I also expect him to be a little bit limited in the game. I don't think they're going to give him the full workload. I don't think the um, the Titans are really going to give them that big of a fight. Uh, we'll talk about that later on in the show, but I don't think they're going to need Mark Ingram to really carry the ball 20-plus times. I, I just don't think that's necessary for them to win this game. Uh, so I'm tempering my expectations on Mark Ingram this week. Uh, I think he'll get max 15 carries. Gus Edwards, Justice Hill will probably get a, a little bit more work, probably see four to five more carries than usual for each of them. Uh, but yeah, so if you're playing in the fantasy playoffs right now or playoffs fantasy challenge, uh, Mark Ingram might be a little risky this week. Uh, Miles Sanders, or excuse me, let's start with Will Fuller here as we're talking about who's playing this week. Miles Sanders is not. Will Fuller is expected to play this week. Uh, I not advising you to play Will Fuller in the playoff challenge. But I do think that this is huge for Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins. I'll talk about Hopkins a little bit later. Uh, I'll talk about Watson a little bit later too. But I I think this is really good for the Texans overall. 
I think that you can start Wat- uh, Watson and Hopkins uh, in the, the playoff challenge, and I think you're going to actually do pretty well. Just because Will Fuller's out, Will Fuller's out there, he might break one for 45, a 45-yard touchdown. He might do that, right? That's what he does. But he opens up the field big time for everybody else on that team. Um, and then last piece of news here, or actually, nah, I got a couple more. Sorry. Uh, Miles Sanders uh, is not going to require off-season surgery. That is great news for Miles Sanders. That's great news for your dynasty teams. Uh, if you own Miles Sanders, he really has shown that he can take the bulk of the work with Jordan Howard out. Jordan Howard is a free agent this season. That means Jordan Howard could be leaving. There is a possibility that he'll go someplace else. And I don't think they need to pay him uh, because Miles Sanders has shown that he can do it. He can catch the ball. He can run the ball. Um, He had 818 rushing yards this year and as well as 509 receiving yards. He, he did it all. And, and it was, he wasn't always the lead back. So I think next season, Miles Sanders is going to be a steal in the draft. Uh, I think you can expect him to be an RB two. You have any uh, uh, speculations on where, like places where you might see uh, Howard land? Seattle, I think Seattle. Yeah, that's, is, yeah, I like that one. Is my top bet. I, 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 think, I was thinking the Falcons. Yeah, that's that's actually probably a pretty good one too. I think both of those teams need a running back. Uh, I think that Rashad Penny might be done in Seattle with this huge injury. Uh, at least he might not play the start of the season. Um, and Jordan Howard can step in there and be the Marshawn Lynch of that team in terms of goal line short yardage. Uh, so. The bottom half of this drink is uh, considerably stronger than the top half. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I just took a drink and I'm, I'm sure everyone saw my, fa- my facial reaction. So thought I'd explain <laughs> that. Um. Travis Kelsey was limited in practice uh, all week this week. Um, it's not a guarantee that he'll play, but I think he will. I, I, I suspect that he's going to play, uh, but he could be limited in the game. Uh, honestly, I'm really nervous playing Travis Kelsey this week. I think there might be better options in the playoffs for tight end, to be completely honest with you. Mark Andrews comes to mind, George Kittle as a possible uh i i think i'd play either of those two over travis kelsey in this particular game um and then i wanted to give a shout out uh i know we're gonna do some game recaps but josh mccown right man josh mccown yeah played the entire second half of last week against seattle with a torn hamstring the hamstring was ripped from the bone and he played an entire second half There was no other quarterback on that team available to play if Josh McCown went down. One of their backup wide receivers was going to have to play quarterback. And and he didn't play horrible. No, he played well. He played his heart out. Uh, Man, Josh McCown. I had this in the news no one cares about, but I'm I'm just going to go ahead and throw it out here too. And and then at the end of the game, he was in tears about the season and the game ending. Like He really put his heart out there. First playoff game in his career, 40 years old. If this ends his career, I I feel like Josh McCown deserves better than what he what he's gotten in his career. He's been on a number of teams, um, and he's never really been terrible. No. Josh McCown's always played hard. He's always been on terrible teams. Uh, so, man, torn hamstring played an entire half of an NFL game. It's ripped from the bone. They're saying a six-month recovery to heal yeah i think this may be the end of his career uh but i mean to go out like that it it, i'm sure it sucks for him but it like it gave me a whole new level of respect for him uh me too so i mean if this is his last game at least he went out like like a legend yeah legendary legendary all right that's all the news i had go ahead all right let me uh go ahead and delete that one (laughs) (laughs) no problem i just got a couple pieces as as there's not too many teams playing right now the news no one cares about has ramped down a little bit i'm sorry everybody but that's what happens uh so jimmy g uh just received a fine from one of the games i think is week 16 which which jimmy g 
uh jimmy garoppolo okay i thought so some okay. people refer to jimmy graham as jimmy g so. oh what no maybe like four years was, ago do you know that jimmy Five. for jimmy graham is the number one fantasy tight end on the decade dang really <laughs> yes sir oh like this current decade L- no like, <laughs> like 2020 <laughs> no justin Okay, that, that's even more like unbelievable. He, he could be after this week. I mean, there'll be what two games played. Yeah, but, but the game hasn't even happened yet, and I just <laughs> well, he's tied. Okay, he hasn't <laughs> even played this year. <laughs> just go. Okay, um, yeah. So Jimmy G got fined seven thousand seventeen dollars for uh, tossing a ball into the stands because I guess come up with that number. I don't know. And I guess the rule is like if it goes past the um four I think it's the fourth like seat or something, it's considered throwing it into the stands. Like he threw it away? No, no, no. Like he after a touchdown, he ran up and tossed it underhand to a fan. But it went further than it should have, so he got fined seven thousand dollars. Oh my god. Imagine <laughs> living in a world where Showing excitement to the people that actually pay your bill. <laughs> right. Give, well, give them get, a gift. How's you get fined? Um, Jeez. <laughs> uh, the, did, the Texans game this week, uh, they flipped a, a ball to the ref in the end zone after uh, a kick. Oh, caught God, it yeah. and then tossed it to the ref and the refs ruled it a fumble. Did you see that? I Initially, see that. they eventually overturned it. And you guys can't see my whole body in the camera here, but he, he clearly, before he catches the ball, puts his arms out, which is him indicating that he is giving himself up. And then catches the ball, takes a couple steps, and tosses it to the ref. And the guy, the ref sidesteps it, the ball <laughs> hits the ground, and the other team picks it up and they call it a touchdown. I'm so glad that it got overturned. I know. I was like, how ridiculous is that? <laughs> oh, man. And then the last piece, uh, I know we talked about McCown coming in. Mm. Uh, The reason why McCown came into that game is uh, Carson Wentz left the game with a concussion. Like he does. It is the playoffs. (laughs) Yeah, I I thought they might win the game, and this was their key to victory, was Wentz. I'm like, man, they might win a Super Bowl now. Uh, But Jadavius Clowney uh, sacked him, and and... Gave him a concussion when he sacked him. And Jadavius Clowney, after the game, said that the fan, the Eagles fans are the worst fans in the NFL because they were, like, yelling hateful things to him. We've brought this up on the show before. Which about part? The Eagles, about the Eagles fans. We've talked about this before. They are notoriously terrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of people are upset and saying that was a dirty hit. Let... let Let's be clear. It wasn't just a sack. I mean, it was a tackle. Carson Wentz dove head first. You know what? The last time Carson Wentz dove head first and got hurt is when he tore his ACL. All right. Then he dove head first in this game, got a concussion. Maybe Carson Wentz needs to start thinking about sliding feet first. Yeah. I mean, the the hit, it's, it was a vicious hit. But like you said, he was dirty? fighting. No, dirty. No, it was vicious. Like it was that was a, a hard hit. But he he didn't give himself up. He was fighting for yards. He was trying to get yeah. every yard he could, and that's the defender's job is to hit him as hard as he can to prevent that. And when he, when a quarterback tucks the ball and starts running, he becomes a runner. He is no longer a quarterback, so he is no longer protected under a quarterback like that. He's sit, sitting back in the pocket, getting trying to pass the ball. Oh, and. There's there's another famous fantasy point. football uh, podcast out there. I know, like we're talking bad about. I mean, we're not really talking bad about Carson Wentz. He didn't, like, Carson Wentz, I'm not saying he did anything wrong either. I'm just saying it wasn't a dirty hit. Like, if you're diving for extra yards, that might happen. Uh, But there's another fantasy football show I was watching out there. Uh, He's a much bigger show than ours. Uh, So I'll go ahead and say his name because if you're watching our show, you probably already know who he is. Uh, But his name's Fantasy Counselor. uh, And he, he challenged Carson Wentz to a boxing match after the game. I, he trashes Carson Wentz a bunch. I, I just feel like that's like such a horrible think, thing. I don't think uh, Carson Wentz did anything wrong. No. I think 
he did something probably not ill-advised yeah (laughs) ill-advised is a great way to put it Uh, he's fragile i mean he's shown that in his career that he cannot stay healthy he needs to start doing the things to keep himself healthy running the ball out of bounds throwing the ball away when it's not there and sliding feet first because they're a very good team when he's healthy they can win games i think they may have beaten seattle yeah had had he stayed in the game and I, I don't want to you know put it all on him as the reason they lost, but he could have been the reason they won had he been there. So, yeah. Anyways, but yeah, that's all the news no one cares about, and Great. don't let's let's just say don't don't uh, offer to box people who just got a concussion. It's just not classy. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Okay. Well, let's get into some game recaps from last week. I know we're recording on Friday, and the games happened like a whole week ago. Um, but it's just when we are recording, so uh, we can talk about it and, and see. And I think it helps you guys get ready for this week. Absolutely. <clears throat> so the game I wanted to start with, Justin, was the Bills and the Texans. Uh, we already talked about that weird kickoff touchdown thing, uh, but a lot more happened in that game other than that. Uh, Texans won that game 22-19. It was a very close game. It looked like the uh, the Bills were just going to win it, man. Uh they looked dominant, and then into the second half, Deshaun Watson went full takeover mode. Um, the bottom line, Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins were just too much to handle. Um, and I think it's going to continue to cause teams to struggle both the rest of this playoffs and in the next season. They're both going to be there next season. And I honestly, I know we haven't talked about Watson, or excuse me, uh, Hopkins all that much this year because he's kind of underperformed fantasy-wise. But he's been a very good NFL receiver. Uh, I, I think that it's he's honestly next season going to be a steal. I think he's going to fall probably into the, yeah. maybe the third round. Um, I think he'll go in the second, uh, but probably mid to late second. Yeah. Uh, Watson, on the other hand, very good. I, I understand that Lamar Jackson's probably going to win the MVP uh, deservedly. I, I think he deserves it. But Deshaun Watson in my opinion, is probably second or third. Uh, I think um, McCaffrey is probably second. So we'll put Watson third. But, I I mean, Watson is a threat to throw for 400 or run for 100 at any given moment, any game. And uh, I think that's why that teams can't stop him. You can't just shadow the guy. It's just like Lamar Jackson. You can't just have one guy shadowing him, worried about the run, because then somebody's going to get open. Somebody's man-on-man. He's gonna. He's he's accurate. He can throw it deep. He's got great timing. Deshaun Watson's very good. Uh, but on the Bills side of the ball, uh, obviously going into next year is all we're concerned about now. But it's a very young team. It's a talented team with a very good defense. I think Josh Allen's really good. I think he had a great day. Two hundred sixty-four yards, ninety-two yards rushing, one reception for sixteen yards, and a touchdown. Uh, I really like Josh Allen going forward. I really like the Bills going forward. Devin Singletary, I said that he might be the best rookie running back before the season even started. He might be the best rookie running back. Yeah, I I still like Josh Jacobs a little bit more than him, but I I think he's amazing. Yeah. Uh, What are you thinking uh, going forward for Josh Allen? Is he a top seven quarterback fantasy next year? So... I think that's uh, pretty close to around where he is, is around that seven mark. That's why I asked. Yeah, I'm going to say say yes. I think he is because I think a lot of these older quarterbacks are starting to fade, which is going to make room in that top tier for him. Yeah. Uh, I I think it's disappointing. I I really wanted the Bills to win this game, to be completely honest with you. I wanted to see the Bills go far with that defense, but. And they didn't. And I, I like John Brown and, and Singletary. Like, I, I like the dynamic on that team. So, you know, I, I really wanted them to, well, I wouldn't say I really wanted them to win, but I was rooting for them. They're kind of the underdog. Yeah. Um, anything else to add before we move on? Nope. <clears throat> All right. Let's go to another underdog that managed to pull it out here the Titans versus the Patriots. Uh, Titans win this game 20 to 13. What do you have any big takeaways from this game? The, oh man, uh, Derek Henry may be unstoppable. <laughs> yeah, uh, like I, I predicted the Patriots to win this game. 
because I thought that, and I thought that the Tennessee's uh, key to success was going to be Derrick Henry. And I thought the Patriots would be able to not completely stuff him, but slow him down enough to where they could win this game. And they couldn't. They, he just ran all over this field. It was, it was ridiculous. 182 yards and a touchdown for Derrick Henry. He did what he wanted on that field all day long. And you're right. That is why the the Titans won that game. Yeah, um, and, and 22 yards receiving. So he broke 200 yep. yards total. Yep. Uh, on looking forward to next week, the Titans. I uh, I don't like them. We'll talk about that game in a little bit. But I think the worst team won. They were just the better team that day. Uh, New England side of the ball. It's that offense is terrible it, it might be the worst offense in football i, I, I would i was saying before i was hoping derrick henry would slow down at the end of the year so i could uh pick him up for cheap next year that's not no, happening he no. i think he may be a top three pick next year yeah i don't think that's uh i don't think you're dramatic in saying that at all um tom brady i do you have any insight we can talk about this right now i don't think he's he coming back to the patriots um, you know you you sent me that article about the Chargers, and you kind of laughed about it when you sent it to me, but I really think he might be going to the Chargers. Yeah, that's everyone's favorite uh, talk, like talking point, is that he's going Chargers. Um, I, I just don't know if he'll go to the Chargers. Um, uh, there's he a lo- few other teams I like for him. I just think that the situation is perfect there. They've got an established run game in Melvin Gordon. Uh, they've got a great tight end in uh in hunter henry they've got keenan allen there they've got a solid defense anchored by joey bosa yeah uh he he loves la his wife loves la tb12 his company would do wonderful in la oh yeah uh i i I, wonder like i don't know i kind of like uh denver for him uh because they don't seem completely ready to move forward with Locke. i i guess uh, I don't know. I really I actually I don't know. It depends on what Denver does in the draft, and I don't think that I don't think Tom Brady's gonna wait till the draft to find out. And you know, maybe maybe they want to bring him in to have Drew Locke learn under him. Drew that, that's kind really... of my, what I was thinking that they want to yeah. give him time to develop because that seems what. Um, oh man, <laughs> what's his your guys? John Elway. Yeah, John Elway likes to do. Uh, to bring that veteran quarterback yeah. in. So. It worked with Brock Osweiler, uh, and we learned that he's not worth it, and we let him go to the Texans, and that panned out great. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, I, I I think there's probably like a 30% chance that he remains with the Patriots. Uh, we You know, we never know what's going to happen there. It's not just him getting a paycheck. I know that for sure. Tom Brady's made more money in his life than he'll ever need, and his wife makes more money than he does. Yeah. Um, I know that he takes a discount almost every season. If he stays with the Patriots, he will not be taking a discount. He also needs to see that team actually go out and get a supporting cast to help him out. That is the worst offense I've ever seen Tom Brady try and lead. And uh, somehow their wide receiver coach got a head coaching gig. I yeah, I don't that makes no sense. Uh I, I honestly think they win four games if Tom Brady wasn't there this season. So um yeah, it should be interesting the Patriots really don't have an option at quarterback right now that they're excited about. So no. Yeah. Um, let's move on. Vikings saints. Uh, Vikings win this one, 26, 20, probably my biggest upset. Uh, I really thought the saints were going to win this one at home. Yeah. I picked the saints in this one as well. I was super happy as a 49er fan that the Vikings won. Yeah. Um, not for one, it knocked out the Saints, who I thought were a strong contender. And two, uh, I think the 49ers play. They play the Vikings. Well, no, they play horribly against uh, the Seahawks in general. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so now that made it so they don't play the Seahawks this round. So hopefully Green Bay will knock Seahawks out to help the 49ers. Um, also, oh, go ahead. No, so I was just going to get into the game, though. Uh, Kirk Cousins uh, did okay. Not great, but uh, oh, I've got, I've got stuff on Kirk here. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> I've got an opinion on Kirk. Go for but it. I'm just gonna say, not nearly as egregious as last year, but the Saints were again screwed 
by a no call. I don't know if you watched it. I did. That was offensive pass interference. So I do think it was offensive pass interference, uh, but I also think that the refs were allowing that the entire game, like on both sides. Such a Uh, push-off. I yeah. Mean, it was, oh, it was. It definitely was. But I like the whole game. Like I was seeing that on both sides of the ball, and I couldn't believe it wasn't being called the entire game. I think that's just more evidence to show that the refing in the NFL is the most inconsistent mess I've ever seen. Absolutely. Uh, but like, I don't feel like the Saints got screwed in this one necessarily. I feel more that it, it was it just horrible as, officiating. It wasn't nearly sides. as bad as last year. No. So. It, Anyways. Yeah, so an improvement. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen both showed that they're the best players on that team. They showed why we've been saying they're the best players on the team for the last couple of years. Uh, they both did very, very well. They carried that team. Um, Kirk Cousins learned how to climb himself on those two guys' backs and let and them win tough games. Dalvin Cook, too. He did great. That's what I said. Oh. I'm feeling Dalvin Cook. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. you said Stefan Diggs. I'm sorry. I'm no, like, I did Stephon not Diggs say wasn't Stephon. that great. No. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it, Kirk Cousins is going to look really good if he just quietly climbs onto Dalvin Cook's back and then Dalvin Cook holds hands with Adam Thielen and they run down the field together because that's what happened in this game. Kirk Cousins will not win games single-handedly. I don't care what anybody says. He's not good enough to do that. Uh, I think it was pretty funny that he did the, you like that? You like that <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh, I forgot to cover that. Uh, oh, man. Because he didn't win that game. He's not the reason they won that game. No, but in his speech, he did say uh, before he did that, he was like, you know, we won this. At, we came here and played this whole season as a team, this whole season, and we yeah. won as a team. That's accurate. So, yeah. That's it, accurate. Which I mean, uh, there's a few key players on that team, and he's not one of them. Yeah, on uh, the Saints side of the ball, uh, I expect Drew Brees. He's also a free agent. I expect him to stay with the Saints for at least another year, possibly two. Well, we already talked about Teddy Bridgewater there. I think Teddy wants to just slide into that spot as soon as Drew Brees is done. And I think that'll work out really well for them. But I think we've seen we'll see a shift in the play style of the Saints next season. I think the the days are over of Drew Brees being a top three quarterback option almost every week. I think that's not going to happen anymore. I expect Alvin Kamara to have a much larger role next year. I think it was just an off, weird season for Alvin Kamara. I think losing Drew Brees halfway through for a few games, it put everybody in a funk. Alvin Kamara should be pretty valued lower than where he belongs in the, in the draft. I, I think you could get Alvin Kamara for pretty low i think those guys towards the end of the first round to be able to grab him uh i think that uh the saints are going to be very good again next year i think drew Brees is probably going to throw for less yards less attempts less touchdowns alvin Kamara should be very very good we're going long here so i'm just going to move on all right justin yeah sounds good all right seahawks eagles the battle of the birds uh seahawks win this one 17 9 uh in Russ, we trust, man. Without Russell Wilson, I don't think the Seahawks would have won six games this season. Russell Wilson was amazing in this game again, along with the guy that you and I both predicted to be a number one receiver, and that's DK Metcalf. The Eagles couldn't do anything about him. No, yeah, he, he went off. And he, like we said, he just keeps progressing every yeah. every week. Yeah, I think uh, he's going to get a full offseason here with the team to get better. Uh, he will be a number one threat as in a top 10 wide receiver next year as threatening that top 10 easily. Uh, I think he's going to be a steal in the draft next year. If you can get him as your wide receiver three, possibly. Yeah. Uh, but I think uh, want, it's possible. Yeah. If not, uh, you, definitely a wide receiver too. I think that we just need to remember how well he did in this big game when we're trying to decide between drafting him and somebody like John Brown, I would take DK Metcalf over John Brown in the draft next season. Um, Miles Sanders. uh, We've kind of already talked about it. I don't think I need to go into it too much, but I, I I really like the value that Miles Sanders is going to bring in the draft next season. Okay. That's all the games from last week. Yeah. Let's talk about the games this week. You want to cover your favorite game of the week? Vikings 49ers. Oh, that one? Oh, that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we got this week you got the Vikings versus 49ers. I mean, 
that's going to be a great matchup with some great players. Like we already covered the Viking players that are going to be of relevance. So I'm not going to talk too much about them. Um, on the 49ers side of the ball, uh, we talked about Kittle already a little bit. He's going to be a key playmaker. Um, and then Emmanuel Sanders has been there. Uh, but something they've been doing more and more with Emmanuel Sanders is using him more of a distraction. Uh, send him on those deep routes, and, and he might get a ball or two when he does go deep, depending on the coverage. But they've been throwing it more to Debo Samuels. So I like him more than Emmanuel Sanders this week, if I'm choosing one of them. And Moser, if I have to choose one of the running backs there, um, he should have a big game. So uh, I, I, I picked the 49ers to win that. I think they have too many weapons, and they have Quan Alexander coming back uh, on defense. Tart coming back on defense uh, their their team is going to start looking more like the defense from the first few weeks of the nfl um i th- i agree with you i think we have a good game here i agree with you that that the 49ers are probably going to be picked by most people here but i think the vikings match up really really well uh against the 49ers uh the vikings uh, we're the second best team against the tight end in football. I think George Kittle is the biggest weapon and the X factor for, for the Niners. I think if George Kittle gets cooking and moving, that's when the Niners are at their best. The Vikings have only given up 786 yards and one touchdown to tight ends all season. Uh, so I'm actually going to pick the Vikings in a huge upset here. I, I think the Vikings can pull this one out. Uh, Just I trying just... to upset me, Perry. I no, see. I didn't. I didn't. This one was the hardest for me. Uh, I, I this was like the easiest one for me. I'm like, I'm expecting a blowout on this, and I, not no, even the... just because I'm a 49er fan. Just when I look at the talent on both teams, and yeah, I I, I, yeah. I just don't think the Niners are going to be able to completely stop Dalvin Cook. I think he's going to open up the the middle of the field a little bit with the threat of the run. Adam Thielen is going to be going across the middle. To me, I I think that's why Quan Alexander coming back is such a big deal because I think that he actually he actually can not completely stop Dalvin Cook, but he can he's going to slow him down. I I'm just saying I I get the 49ers are probably the favorite here. They probably should win, but it's just like the Saints, right? The Saints should have won last week, but I, I honestly think the Vikings match up really well. And this, I think, of all the games, this is the biggest risk of an upset. Uh, let's move on. Uh, this one was my easiest. Uh, Titans and Ravens. Uh, this game You're was taking easy Titans. Me, but... No, oh. <laughs> no, I'm going to take the Ravens easily. I I think even if Derrick Henry has a similar game uh, this week, 200 yards, give him 200 yards, give him 35 carries, two scores. I still don't think that the Titans can keep up with Baltimore. I, I just think that Lamar Jackson's too good. I think that they've had an extra week to get healthy, get prepared. I think the Ravens are just yeah. going to run all over the Titans. This I'm game, one hundred percent on board. Ravens. Yeah. Not a whole lot to talk about here, unfortunately. But I think you're okay to start Derrick Henry. So I just don't think that team's going to win. Uh, another one that could be very close, possibly the closest game of the week. Uh, I don't know. Next one might give it a run for its money, but that's Texans versus Chiefs. Uh, we talked about Travis Kelsey being limited all week, uh, and I think Pat Mahomes has proven that he can carry a team. I'm just not sure the, they're going to overpower the Texans. I think the Texans showed that they're a very resilient team last week uh, in coming back against a very strong defense, scoring 19 yeah. unanswered. The, the Texans can't allow the Chiefs to go up by uh, multiple scores in the beginning of this game, though. I don't think they will. I really don't think they will. Uh, I think if there's a quarterback out there, there's probably two quarterbacks out there that keep up with Pat Mahomes in a shootout. And that's uh, uh, um, Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson. I think those are the two quarterbacks that can really keep up with them. And it's funny because those three are the future of the NFL right now. Yeah. Uh, I pick the chiefs in this one, but I think it's going to be a nail biter. I could see this one going to overtime. I see this one being high scoring, probably won uh, by a last second field goal, something like that. Uh, I just, I think Pat Mahomes might be able to do it. I think he's going to just keep them just out of reach of the Texans. But man, the Chiefs, the the key to victory for them is going to be their ability to run the ball. They need to be able to run the ball, and that's not something they've been able to do all season. So yeah, 
I, I really, I, I'm, I completely agree. I think the Chiefs uh, are are going to take this one. Uh, I, I think they have Pat Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, and that's why they win. Yeah, I think the reason why it's going to be a lot closer, and if Will Fuller and it's Will Fuller, if Will Fuller wasn't playing, I think this game's probably in hand by Chiefs. But with Will Fuller there, he just opens up the offense. For oh, absolutely! Everyone. I think this is a close game. This was, yeah. is a hard one call for me. Yeah. Okay, and then last game of the week, uh, Seahawks Packers, and this you... is the hardest one for me to call. Yeah, um, this one's tight. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you that I really want the Packers to win, uh, <laughs> but if I am choosing one of these teams who who I think is going to win, it's a little bit harder because um, the Packers don't have a great run defense, uh, and Seattle's missing all their running backs. They brought in. 33 34 year old marshawn lynch um to be their running back he's not as explosive as he used to be he's still strong he's still a good running back but Travis he, homer's been pretty good yes i i i like him more than marshawn lynch i think they should yeah. be tra- trying to get him more involved um so i hope they do that for their sake um but i think the packers are going to be able to to manage this team their defense has been pretty good and um, I think that this is, you know, uh, Rogers prime time right here. Uh, I think you're going to see him throw probably three or four touchdowns. Okay. So we have, in, we have different takes on this game. I, I also think the Packers are going to win. I also think it's going to be very close, but I think that it's not going to be because of Aaron Rodgers necessarily. I think it's going to be Aaron Jones. Uh, the Aaron Jones show. I think the Packers are at home. Um, it's going to be cold. It's going to be low 20s, I believe, in that game. I think that Seattle's going to go up there, and they're just not going to be able to quite pull it out. And I think the running backs are the key reason. I think you're absolutely right there. Uh, but I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to throw for three or four touchdowns. Uh, sorry, dogs are barking. Don't know if you're that. <laughs> yeah, you're good. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's going to be an Aaron Jones show, actually. Um, which takes me into our next segment. Look at this. Oof, man. What, <laughs> Transitions. What a, what a segue, man. Uh, so one of my players. Wait, we got is, segues? No. All right. We're working on it. <laughs> All right. Uh, is Aaron Jones. This is one of my plays of the week, Aaron Jones. Um, I know that Aaron Jones has been very good all season, but I don't think he's been talked about in the playoffs all that much. Like I said, low 20s very cold i think that they're going to try and control the clock clock management big shout out you know what i'm saying (laughs) uh i think you could see probably 25 plus carries in this game uh over the last four weeks uh aaron jones or excuse me uh yeah four four weeks aaron jones racked up 546 yards and five touchdowns and at least 22 carries in three of those games Seattle uh, faced eight running backs this season that received 20 or more carries. Uh, and in those games, they gave up 136, almost 137 yards a game and 1.3 touchdowns to those running backs. I think Aaron Jones is going to do it again. Seattle struggled against the run. I think he's going to get a lot of work. Uh, like I said, 25 plus carries. Even if they lose this game, Aaron Jones should have a big day. Yeah. And with, that being said, uh, so I, with with my two guys that I went with, uh, both of them I think are on teams. Well, sorry, one of them I think is on a team that could get an upset, and that could in these playoff challenges be like something that wins you a league. So especially this week, if you're playing from behind where you lost a player, and you're replacing them with a new player, and they already got those multipliers or things like that, uh, and that's Carlos Hyde. Uh, I think that Carlos Hyde, so Carlos Hyde is going against the 26 ranked number 26 rushing defense against Kansas city. Uh, and Carlos Hyde has not been a horrible, uh, running back this week or um, this season. Uh, he's averaged four four 4.4 yards per carry and he's over a thousand yards for the season, which I think a lot of people don't realize he's been great yeah and that he has three times more carries than uh the next running back on that team so it's not like he he's in a running back by committee 
So I, I think he's got that job sealed and he's in a position where he could run, you know, they could end up uh, with the upset here and, and winning and, and that could set you up for success. I like that one. That's a great one. Uh, my second one, we're doing two each year. Mm-hmm. I've already talked about it a lot, so this should be really obvious. And that's DeAndre Hopkins. It's weird that he's not like obvious, right? But he's, he hasn't had like a huge fantasy relevant season. He's been a number one wide receiver. He's been fine. But I mean, I I picked him as my number one overall wide receiver. Um, But the key here, and I've said it a hundred times, Will Fuller. Will Fuller is in the game. DeAndre Hopkins is infinitely better. Uh, And I think that the reason they won that game last week was because uh, Deshaun Watson started to connect with DeAndre Hopkins. He had some really, really key clutch catches in that game that led them to victory. Uh, and I think they'll just continue that in a really tough matchup. They're going to lean on their best players, and their best player catching the ball is DeAndre Hopkins. Absolutely. Uh, I like it because, again, like I was saying, he's on that team that might get that upset too. Yeah. Uh, my second guy here is Hollywood Brown. Uh, so, yeah, Mark Ingram being injured, help I think, helps this situation because mm-hmm. they may need to pass the ball a little bit more on third downs, things like that. So you might see a few more targets than than normal. Um, And then also Tennessee is ranked 24th against the pass. So again, bottom tier team against the pass. Uh, And Hollywood has 71 targets on the year. The next closest wide receiver on that team has 45. So almost double. Uh, Perry, you feel that? Yeah. It's the need for Sneed. That's the number two wide receiver. And I can tell you, Lamar Jackson has not felt it. No, he has not <laughs> So I really like uh, uh, Hollywood because of that. I mean, he's defined himself as the number one wide receiver on the team. And it should be a high output of offense on that team. So I think, honestly, like I'm expecting that game to be a blowout. And the one risk there is that it all happens in the first half. <laughs> Uh, and they just kind of slow down, yeah. right? They coast, but it could all happen with him in the first in the first quarter. You know, he could have 130 yards and two touchdowns in the first quarter. That's not crazy. That's not crazy at all. He could go off. So, yeah, that's. I mean, that's a good pick. I like that pick a lot. All right. Well, I hope we helped you guys some with uh, your picks for for these uh, fantasy challenges and kept you up to date. Uh, We'll be doing a show the next two weeks uh, as a lead up to our Super Bowl show, and we'll keep you up to date on everything that's going on. And the Super Bowl show, we're, we got some big things planned for you guys. We got some big names coming out. We got uh, uh, Nikki Snacks from Big Dogs Gotta Eat. We got uh, the Fantasy Couch from our last episode coming back for it. We got Smitty coming back for it. Uh, Rum Boys coming uh, back for it so we're putting together a big super bowl show for you guys looking forward to it may the force be with you <laughs> and we'll see you guys next week